Welcome to the universe. Welcome back, everybody. I'm here with my co-host, Laura, Joella, and Janet. And how has your break been? It's the first time we record after the Christmas break. It was good. I slept a lot, which was really nice. <laughs> Plus one to that comment. Yes, it was very restful. So everybody had a good rest and you all started on a good foot for the new semester? Yes. Did I would you? Say so. I did actually. Okay. I did rest a lot. That's good. But I she still worked. Slept, guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Today we're going to talk about adulting. Ooh. Because <laughs> it's a new word that I learned. And we if you remember well, we were recording fourth year students' comments earlier during uh, September. And whilst we were discussing these comments, there were a few things that came up and we were talking and talking. And one of these was as follows. When do you know you're like a grown up? Is it when you start university, after university? If you don't go to university, when do you get? I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Is there a place in time where you can say, I'm a grown up now? Honestly, I don't think so. Yeah, it's a very gradual say. process. Do you have a place in time where you can place, like, this th- at this moment, you were like, oh, yeah, I'm a grown-up? I don't know. I mean, you see so much online that people are like, oh, yeah, I'm 30, but I still feel like a teenager. Like, I don't think you can place it. It's, I don't know, it's so flu. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, if you think about it, quote-unquote adults are just more experienced possibly older teenagers like you go from a teenager to a teenager to i don't even know what it's called (laughs) but there are 50 year olds who are less mature than 20 year olds or vice versa it's not really about like how you compare yourself to others at certain ages it's just like your own personal i don't what am i saying (laughs) i guess it's it's like something hard right yeah that's a good question i mean like Obvious, like when you turn, what is it, 18, you're, is it 18 or 19? Like 19 I know is the legal drinking age, but what's, is 18, 18 like your like adult. legal adult? Okay, yeah, you're allowed to vote, whatever. So when you turn 18, do you, f- I didn't feel like an adult. I just felt like older. I felt like, whoa, this is a, an important age. Like that's just what it felt like. So I wonder. Would you describe yourself as an adult now? Not, No. <laughs> like on the way I guess I feel like I'm on that route when do you know you'll be there let me turn 20 and I'll get back to you (laughs) (laughs) give me three business days (laughs) (laughs) yeah oh is turning 20 like a pivotal moment in determining whether you're an adult or not who knows (laughs) because I feel like 19 it's in that you're in this gray you're in area. Teen. Yeah, your your age is still a t- quote unquote teen, but you're older than literally all of the teens, and you're more hopefully more mature than all of the teens. So I don't know. Do you feel like an adult, Joella? Not one bit. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm maybe I could, but I think I'm afraid of it. So I try try to enjoy my youth <laughs> <laughs> do you feel like an adult laura would you describe yourself as an adult i don't i don't know i don't think so because most of the people i surround myself with are still older than me so i still feel like 
it's like if you go back home and you're you're the youngest person in the family, you still feel like the baby even after you're twenty, thirty. That was really weird. It is always weird to listen to yourself because yeah. it yeah. sounds different. And those thoughts are so <coughs> discombobulated. Yeah, no, right? They're so unorganized. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the whole point. So as you can see, we hadn't thought about this, and it was kind of like a subject that was we we hadn't reflected upon, and our answers were all over the place, just talking as we were thinking. Which led me to think, oh, there must be something that is written about this, you know, about how, when do people start feeling like an adult, which is probably not something that you think about generally. And this is what I found. I found that there were quite a lot of blogs and posts about it that were from non-scientific journals, but there were a few scientific journals that had published studies on this. And one of them was quite old, actually. So it's in 1994, and it's a study by Jeffrey Arnett. And they surveyed 346 university students in the U.S. So 346 is not that many, but it's still a good number. Only 23% of them considered themselves as adult. Almost 66% thought of themselves as adults in some respects, but not in all respects. So 70% of the participants believe that the following qualities to be a defining of adulthood, and one of them was the ability to accept responsibility for the consequences of your action. The other one was to decide on beliefs and value independently of, of your parents and other influences. And the other one was to establish a relationship with parents as an equal adult. So those are like pretty big things, I suppose, in somebody's life. I can imagine that since the 90s, things have evolved slightly differently. And I was wondering what you would put in your top five <laughs> out of a list of things that I think might be relevant to pretty much everyone. So the first one is you're financially independent. That means you can pay bills, car, petrol, you're grossly, and you're suddenly buying bleach when that was never on your list before. Uh, file your own taxes, cook your own meals, to move outside of the family home, you own your own credit card, you wash your own clothes, dishes, uh, do the domestic work, organize your own dental or health appointment, uh, spend money on services or things <laughs> that uh, are needed and not just fun, like restaurants and cinema and booze. You have children, obviously, that's a big one. Uh, do you do your own home repair and you plan decorating your house all of a sudden? That's a big thing. And you actually have investments or stock or savings account and whatnot. I wonder, like, maybe, Joella, you can start. <laughs> what Out of these, what are the top five? I would say my top five, I think there might be a common theme. A lot of it has to do with being financially responsible and being completely independent of your parents' bank account. So you're financially independent, you file your own taxes, you have investments like stocks, savings accounts, things like that, and you, you have children and you do your own home repair and decoration. And I think that it all comes back to the thing that you said and that was found in the research about 
taking responsibility for what you do and then facing the consequences. Because, for example, in home repair, if you mess up and the ceiling falls on you, like, that's where you live. If the bathroom <laughs> is, you know, the wires are done incorrectly and then the water gets to it and all sorts... There are all sorts of things that can go catastrophically wrong, but you have to be accepted to face it and to take care of it with your own ability and... I don't know, I just... I feel like at the point when you just stop calling your parents for every little problem and you feel ready to tackle it yourself is a big sign of adulthood for me. All right. I agree. that A bunch of those were also on my list. The whole um, number one was actually do my own home repairs and decorations because if something goes wrong, um, like, I don't know, something breaks or I don't know how to do something, the first person I always text is, Dad, how do I fix this? Dad, how do I do this? How do I do X, Y, Z, whatever? Um, the second one, financially independent, and then moved outside of the family house, doing taxes, and then investments, because, I don't know, investments sound really grown up, because it's like an extra step mm -hmm. to money, instead of just saving it and spending it, there's thinking about the future, thinking about yourself in 20 years kind of money. I think I had probably the exact same list as Joella. Um, the only thing is, with a slight modification, I think anything to do with moving out, maybe not in the sense that like you're moving out for university into a dorm or something, but if you own your own place or you're paying your own rent, that comes with a lot of other implied responsibilities. So that's probably another turning point in becoming an adult, quote unquote. And then the reason um, some of the other ones didn't really hit too close to home, like washing your own clothes, you know, buying groceries, things like that. I think there are actually places, I don't know if this is true everywhere, but certain places in Japan where um, people have their, their children, like two, three, four, five, six years old. I'm talking single digits. They're out buying groceries for their parents, and it's it's a class, and they get marked on it and stuff. It's not just a telly program? <laughs> I was just going to say, it was, have Wait. you seen the show Old Enough? Yeah. <laughs> what? I've my never heard of that. loves it. <laughs> I watch it with my family. There's this one um, show in Japan, but I think it is based on a cultural habit that they actually have to send out young children where they, it, it's basically like oh for example in this village there's two-year-old this little or maybe two is a bit maybe much <laughs> but four or five-year-old whose parents decided oh you know it's time she's going to run her first errand and the entire episode is based on her running her first errand and the parents will say go to this shop down the street buy some potatoes, here's the money, and then they have to go and they get filmed the entire way. And then mm -hmm. it I shows you the trials and tribulations. younger than four. Yeah, some of Isn't them have been wild. two or three. That's wild. At that me. age, I don't even know if I was conscious. Like, <laughs> conscious? <laughs> Did I have autonomy? Was I alive? <laughs> I guess it's just a cultural thing. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Knowing how to grocery shop is a pretty good skill to have. Yeah. That's interesting. Like, do you think different ages in adulthood, whatever the heck we're talking about, the point the where you think you're an adult, does that change with culture? I was just going to ask. Who knows? I mean, it well, probably probably, yeah. probably does. A big factor you can see between different countries is the legal drinking age, because that is seen as like, oh, when you're an adult, then you can have a drink. Like, what is it? It's in Germany, it's like 16 or something like that. In Six Europe, it's pretty young. Yeah, I mean... For us. I think in Europe, there's... They're like the technical ages you're allowed to drink, but I hear that most kids start drinking. If it's 16, the, high schoolers at 14 are having parties. the legal yeah. drinking age. <laughs> <laughs> Not the socially accepted. Yeah. So basically, you kind of agreed upon what makes adults adults. 
in a discussion we had prior to the holiday, and you know, just commenting on the fourth year student comments, you both, you all mentioned that you weren't adults, so you're not fulfilling these. I mean, being financially independent, you, you have to work, right? So, so part of being at university for most people maybe is not being financially independent. For for some, it might be. I'm trying to think because in university, or <coughs> at least in the beginning of university, like trust funds are a thing, or RESPs are a thing, right? Where parents will save, like, open a bank account when their child is born and purposefully put that aside for their usually it's university education so there's that help where is that that's considered your parents money right or your caregivers money so you're not really financially independent yet but then you're still kind of doing things that are independent unless you commute from home then you're living on your own paying rent getting your own groceries traveling on your own taking public transport figuring out your own bus route to work and that kind of thing and then if you get a full-time job after university, then the kind of last big thing is dropped on you where it's like, okay, this is your own money. You're going to have to earn your own money and pay with it for things that you need instead of having like a, a backup, a trust fund or your parents. Yeah, maybe the way that you're eased into it, I guess it would vary a lot between students. For example, if you do move away for university, you're already faced with some of these big things like grocery shopping on your own and figuring out how you're going to save money and this and that. And there are so many little things that maybe students at home don't quite get within those four years. And then eventually if they do move out and then they have to deal with all of that on top of the job and the money thing. So I guess maybe people reach adulthood or think they reach adulthood at different ages based on, I mean, there are so many factors. Yeah, there are. And that's one of the things as I was reading, you know, on the subject is that there doesn't seem to be a one definition of what being an adult is. I think overall, as we talk, I'm thinking it just means independence, right? It means that you're your own person and you make your independent decision and then you accept the consequences because yeah. they're your decisions. So therefore, you're responsible for those decisions. And whether they're financial, social, or, you know, in any other sphere of your life, that's kind of what it means to be an adult, right? I don't know. Um. Another thing I just thought about or earlier, and I typed it down really quickly, was if you know what your opinions are and you know yourself as a person. Because, I don't know, when you're a kid, I don't think we really figured out what our solid opinions were or what you like and what you dislike. But I feel if defining part of being an adult is n having a strong standpoint in knowing what your opinions are and what you like, what you dislike, and how you argue for them and against them. But that, that changes throughout life, doesn't it? I mean, my opinions I mean, when I was 25 are not the same <laughs> as I am now. Yeah, but sure. I think because if we're talking about independence and really being your own person and taking care of your, all your own business... Maybe your opinions don't have to be solid as in they're unchanging, but if you have Just a strong sense of self and you really mm, trust in right. your own decisions, then that's, right. that's a different thing. Yeah. Maybe yeah. that's important. That's true. It's like once your morals form, it becomes pretty hard to change them after a certain point. True. Morals, yeah. Because as a kid, 
if somebody tells you something, like if your parent tells you some ideal or whatever, you just take it as fact a lot of the time. You don't really skepticize so much. But once you become older and you start getting exposed to more people, more perspectives, I guess, you you become like a mosaic of everyone around <laughs> you. Like you make up your own little um, mindset. I, I don't know what the right word is. And then if someone else says something that doesn't agree with your thoughts or that agrees with your thoughts, you you judge their word based on what you think. And it's not just like, oh, I'm absorbing everything like a sponge. I, I see what you mean. I'm not sure whether having an open mindset is uh, something that is not a thing that you can have as an adult. And I think it's part of your character. But I don't mm, think that's it's true. I, th- I don't think it's part of being an adult per se. I'm not sure. Like the capacity for growth and thought doesn't stop. When you <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. Sweet <laughs> Jesus, please. <laughs> I guess it would be a part of your character. I'm. Mm, I guess there are two sides to it because I definitely think that, for example leaving home moving out does like I think I definitely have more of an open mindset now than I did when I was at home because I see so many I do see it different and think oh maybe this suits me better you know like maybe there are some aspects of your life that before you felt that weren't quite right but you didn't really know what to do about it and you you know it wasn't really something you could take action on until you find that other perspective that's that makes it click but again it's it's so different depending on everyone. I feel like there's a certain sens d'esprit that you need to have. I don't know if I can say <laughs> it, Before you leave home, that would permit you to do that. What I'm getting from that is is becoming an adult, being able to say, I can, ch- like, I changed my opinion, or saying, I'm wrong, I'm sorry, I now see these facts, or whatever, something like that. Because I don't, I don't know if this is a universal experience for everyone, but when I was a kid, my dad would always make coffee in the morning, and then he let me try some one time, and I was like, oh, that's disgusting. I'm never going to drink that. <laughs> and then he was like, mm, okay, just <laughs> wait till you're older. And now he was totally right. And now I, I like the taste of coffee. I don't really drink it every morning. But now I can safely say, like, yeah, I was wrong. Um, coffee is definitely a grown-up thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, <right? laughs> is it like, oh, at the point at which you start becoming your parents is when you... Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> no, when you're like, your concern when you go home is like, oh, my God, did I forget to turn the stove off? Or when you when you ask for presents, or whatever it is, when you buy yourself presents, when things are on sale, it's never like random little toys it's like i need a toaster <laughs> that is so i need a hat i lost my yeah. gloves my that socks kind of have thing holes my so- yeah. socks oh. socks are underrated as a gift that is good so socks i think jana i think you crack the code adulthood is about buying new socks exactly <laughs> <laughs> in this essay i will explain why so basically there's no real de- hard definition for what is an adult, what isn't an adult. Does it really matter? I mean, we've talked a little bit about what it means to be an adult. I'm a professor, obviously, so I'm interested in what you know my relationship with my students are. And to me, my students are adults. So if the students are not feeling as adults... Does that mean that the relationship sometimes or what expectations might be different for, you know, p- between professors and students? 
this is what my take is uh, professionally. Perhaps we can talk about this in a future episode on do students want to be treated as an adult? (laughs) 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 And I know we have discussed it a little bit before as we were discussing those fourth-year student comments. We'll just re-listen to this and think about it a little bit more and we'll come back to our audience with some uh, fresh thoughts. So that's it for today. And uh, we'll see you in a couple of weeks with this new part two on adulting. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. <laughs>